Well, let's get into our thinking point now. Last week, we saw the city of Tswane switching off power to many government, private businesses and institutions that were in arrears at least for longer than 120 days. And we've had some high profile uh, government organizations, embassies and businesses being amongst those that have been cut off. I'm sure many of you would have seen the reports as well. Well, the Tony mayor this morning has confirmed that they had disconnected companies that owed a total of 240 million rand. This was uh, between Tuesday and Friday, and that by Friday they had managed to uh, recover about 148 million rand of those uh, proceeds. Of course, the big question is about the kind of strain that having um, you know this huge amount of debt places on municipalities and their ability to deliver basic services. Lorato Chengeng is CEO of Decode Communications and joins us now. Lorato, good morning to you and thanks for your time today. Good morning, Cathy, and good morning to your listeners. Thank you for your time. Let's firstly talk about the opinion piece that you wrote this weekend. And basically, you are saying that those who have been praising this operation uh, to cut off the residents or to cut off the businesses uh, in Tswane that are in arrears are basically praising city officials for doing what they should long have done. Absolutely. And and perhaps what we may need to look at, Casey, is go back a little bit to the 27th of January, right? So remember on the 27th of January, ESCOM issues a press release that indicates that the city of Tswane right? and the response from the city of Tswane, instead of acknowledging that there is that debt that is being owed, they almost wanted to kick up dust. Immediately, or at least a few days or a few weeks later, then they come up with the city of Tswane with the Tima Tswane campaigns. A number of questions have to be raised. The first one is that uh, the EPSCO, with all the senior uh, officials in the city of Tswane, group divisional heads, sit with the city manager. And one of the issues that is always on the on the table is how they are going to collect revenue. Because as per the prescripts of the law, there is one a debt revenue uh, 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 debt uh, uh, policy and, and, and revenue policy. Lorato, unfortunately, the, the connection to you is not great. I don't know if you're if you're driving, if you're on the road, and maybe if you're able to to stop for us. But we seem to be losing you somewhat on that line. Hi, Lorato. Yes, Kathy, can you hear me now? Yes, yes, I can. Okay, let let me stop. And uh, I I was driving. Apologies about that. No problem, Lorato. You can continue. Yes. So, so, so I was saying, what, some of the, the questions that we have to be thinking about is, so if you have uh, senior executives who sit on a monthly basis and the mayoral committee that, by the way, does not sit because they, they uh, you know, choose to. It is, uh, according to the law, uh, the, the Municipal Finance uh, Management Act, they have to sit on a regular basis uh, or on a monthly basis. And one of the issues they table there is this uh, financial sustainability uh, of the city, right? So when you have uh, the city being owed 17 billion rands, the question we have to ask is, what were they doing in December? What did they do when they set in, when Mako set in December? 
What did the NACO do when they said last July? Uh, when because this has been an accruing uh, an accruing debt, right? And 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 while you know, and, and I suspect that South Africans are excited because for a change, it's not only residential customers who are being switched off. It is uh, corporate customers. It is those who owe bigger amounts. And, uh, and, and and we should not just get excited that there is this switching off, but we should call a little bit more for accountability because it means that there are people who were meant to do a job and they did not do it. Lorato, I'm going to ask you just to stay on the line for us and we'll continue this conversation uh, in a short while. I'll also be taking your calls on 011-714-2006. For now, it's 9.30. Nomsam Tluli standing by with your latest news headlines. Nomsa, good morning. Um, the cutoffs, the campaign to cut off uh, residents, companies that owe the city for services in the city of Tswane and the approach that is being taken by the city of Tswane. Lorato uh, Chengeng is the CEO of Decode Communications. Lorato, let's talk about then the perspective that, that you have raised around why it is that councils uh, allow you know, the creditors' book to grow as much as they do before they take any action. Because if we look at the example of Twane, it's certainly not the only metro or the only municipality that has allowed non-payment to take place. No, 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 definitely, right? Uh, we, we know that this is a, a problem or a challenge that is pervasive in majority of the municipalities. And I guess the question that, that we then ought to raise is, where is SALGA at this, at this uh, moment? The, the South African local government associations, which, which ought to, one, preoccupy itself with how do they, one, identify the challenges that means respective municipalities are having, but also, from a financial management point of view and sustainability, look at innovative solutions. But secondly, the department of uh, uh, COGSTA, right, at, uh, Co- uh, cooperative governance, uh, for instance, in how they need to be uh, with MEC uh, to say, what are some of the things that they are doing to be concerned about the, the sustainability uh, of, of uh, the, 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 the municipalities? Particularly when, if you look at the Sanitary study as an example, right? So in the, in the, uh, with, with the recent report of MAKO, right, the, the one that, that said in, in January, their debtors' book was sitting at 36.52%, Kathy, which is the highest in the, in the five-year period, right? So it therefore means that they saw when they did the, the review uh, in January last year that there is a problem that, you know, needs to be nipped in the bud. But for you to then get to the uh, five-year high and almost be reactive in what they are doing, it, 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 it therefore shows that there is a almost lack of willingness to deal with the issue. Look at the other two, two problems as well. The uh, Auditor General highlights that their, their internal control system, particularly as far as uh, collection, is weak. And the question is, are we seeing the city saying, now that the AG has on continuous reports, reporting the issue of uh, weak con- internal control systems that enable them to collect, what have they done with it? And lastly, it's with the, with the, with the public protector, right? The public protector has raised this issue around the, 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 the billing crisis once 
uh, it was lodged, I think it was sometime uh, early in January. And the, instead of the city of Swan acknowledging that there is a billing crisis, they came up with some political uh, posturing, said there's no billing crisis. But of course, if you look at University of Pretoria, which was one of the institutions that was almost switched off, they are taking the city to court. Look at the state, state theater, which was also switched off. They want to take the city to task because they are saying the amount that is reflected on the statement is not the, the amount that they know that they are owing because there has been, uh, you know, excessive, excessive billing. Lorato, let's leave it there for this morning. Lorato Chenkeng is the CEO of Decode Communication. So uh, that's one view there that certainly actions like this or campaigns like this need to be taken on a lot sooner.